Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. What's good, family? Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure you guys continue to follow us on our Facebook page. Also, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and on social media at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. I'm sorry, at Barbershop SPOR2 on our Twitter handle. I'm Trey Frazier, and I got my brother Maestro Styles here with me today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we got a special guest today. Uh, He's part of the X-Squad Affiliates, also got his own podcast called The Wait a Minute Show. You can check that out on thewaitaminuteshow.com. He's Jelani J.B. Bodie. Jelani, thank you for coming in for a few minutes, man. What's going on? I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, Quick story. So uh, Jelani was our second winner of our Barbershop Sports Talk podcast uh, merchandise got the T-shirt, the hat, keychain, the whole nine. So, just a quick story here. So, after the game, after the national championship game, uh, me and Maestro were we're talking, and he said, "Oh, you know who won the joint?" And I was like, "Yo, Jelani won that joint." And then uh, he had a man's that said he had got close to the exact score, if I'm not mistaken. That is that right? Maestro? Um, he said that he uh, predicted Kansas 72-68. Okay. So he would have been closer to winning the stuff, but the problem was is that you got to put the score on the IG story, which everyone did, including yourself. I didn't see his score in the IG results, in the, in the IG story, so I didn't take into consideration. So when I sent you your stuff and you posted on IG – that you got a t-shirt and everything um that same dude put a post and uh put a comment on the post saying oh this looks like his brother right here i don't know man and like he had some kind of you know like conflict of interest here and i'm like wait he's trying to say me and jelani brothers and maestro kind of confirmed it so i i just thought that that was a bit funny there it's the glass. To my man. Yeah, it's definitely it's the glass. Nah, it's the glasses. I, I, when he said it, I was like, "Yeah, y'all kind of look alike." I, I did. <laughs> nah, shout out Taiwan Beckham. That's my man. He uh, unfortunately he's a Commanders fan, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we'll hold that against him. <laughs> no, 
No doubt. So, um, so I, I'm going to start here, Jelani. So the Wait a Minute show, um, you've been doing that for a while now. And I also understand that. And, and, and I think one of the interesting things about you and your show compared to some of the other shows on Next Squad is that you do you have a toy drive like around the holidays every year. Right. So um, tell us a little bit more about that. All right. So cool. Uh, yeah. So the Wait a Minute Show Toy Drive, it started ooh, probably about nine years ago uh, at this point. And what it originally had just started out with was I myself uh, would just buy, you know, buy toys. And I have family members who work, you know, uh, out with children and, you know, just being around them, you know, hearing the stories and everything. It's just like, what could, you know, what could I do? Well, you know, is there anything that I could could help out with? So started out just buying toys and everything. And then, you know, I started podcasting. So then when I started podcasting, um, I said, look, you know, I'm reaching out to different people, uh, not just locally, but, you know, outside of, you know, the state of Georgia and everything. So let me use this platform to see, you know, if we can expand this thing. And over the years, uh, it's turned into something that people look forward to, uh, something uh, people have expectations of and good pressure that is put on me. I, I, I enjoy it, but it gives me, you know, a challenge to to outdo, you know, what what we did the previous year. So now it's turned into where we used to buy toys and then we used to um, just give them to, to an organization where after thinking about it, it's just like, well, you know, how can we customize this? So working with the organization started sponsoring kids. So then that way yeah. uh, we, we get kids that actually, you know, find out what they actually want. Uh, they turn in a list to me and we do the best that, you know, to our ability to get them what they want. And so far uh, every year, everybody that we sponsor, we've been able to get them exactly, you know, what they want. Uh, and it's funny because sometimes, you know, these, these are kids that, that, you know, are in not the best of situations. And, and yeah. I've heard plenty of times, like, you know, their grandmother, cause I'll talk with their grandmothers or I'll talk with the mothers. Or I'll talk with the fathers from time to time. And I try and stay in the background. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't like making it me being out there. It's just more of a, you know, we got somebody that really want to do something, you know, good, but sometimes you do, you know, run into to the parents and uh, they'll say, you know, I told them not to put this on the list because, you know, that, that, you know, that's just way too much. And, mm -hmm. you know, I take that as a challenge because I'm like, you know, for our own kids, we try and do whatever it is we can, you know, to make our kids, you know, uh, a holiday, you know, a, a memorable one. So why not, you know, do it for, you know, other kids that's, you know, that's out there. So, um, so far, like, whatever that they put on the list, I, I, I've been able to, you know, uh, come through. So it, that's it, it just turns into that. And it's, it's crazy because um, so many people have helped me. So, I don't, you know, it's just like this thing evolved because shouts out to Jeff Fox. Jeff Fox have helped me uh, for mm -hmm. a lot of people. He probably, I don't know if he's going to be mad at me saying this, but Jeff Fox is, is the dude because he helped me get some kids in contact and they got to meet D Wade, and that was because yeah. of Jeff Fox. That that's dope. You know? So, yeah. um, you know, just just stuff like that, you know, and and just the small stuff. Getting got a kid a suit, 
you know, the kid didn't, well, got him a suit, but he only wanted a blazer. And, and mm-hmm. as you know, you know, fellas, if you, it, a suit does something different to you when you put yeah. it on. People look mm-hmm. at you different. And, it, and, mm-hmm. and I could tell, like, this kid, he put the suit on, and and I'm not saying it didn't give him, like, confidence or whatever, but it, it gave him a certain different mood, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he felt a certain yeah. different way. So, you know, it's not always, you know, about what's expensive. It's just kind of like what's important. So we just try and do that over and over and over. And then, you know, next goal is trying to expand it out to, to more than just, you know, the holidays, you know, try and get something going, you know, throughout the year. But it's, it's been going well. And I appreciate everybody respect. that's out. Respect, respect, man. That, that's that's major. That's major. Um, Jelani, I ain't talked to you in a while, man. And uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember you mm-hmm. are a Detroit Lions fan, is that right? That is correct, Detroit Lions. So, 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 I'm, you know, I would love to say so sad to you, man. But um, in, in Pittsburgh is in a little better situation in Detroit, but we ain't that far from y'all. And this is only me being objective in the off season. I'm gonna act like I never said it when the regular season starts. Um, Tell me about tell me about Detroit um, uh, and you know expectations. Where you at with it? Draft is coming up in a couple of days. Tell me where you at with it. We're right back where we always are, rebuilding. Um, <laughs> I I'm not I'm not at least at this point I'm not surprised because a couple yeah a couple years ago I talked about everybody you know getting ready. I said, Matthew Stafford's leaving. He's going to get traded yeah. or, or something. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said, it's the, but it's the best for both. You know, we try, it's time to move on. So they get Jared Goff. This is just somebody that's in the, you know, in the middle. And I hate to say a bridge quarterback, but that's what it is. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're really looking for their quarterback uh, this year in the draft. I, to me personally, I thought they should have did it last year with, with all the quarterbacks mm-hmm. that was in there. Justin Fields was sitting there. Uh, mm-hmm. That was somebody I was interested in uh, to for them to grab. But, you know, we, we may be the, the uh, victims of that because he's in the division and we're going to find out uh, this year. But I, I will say this, you know, Dan Campbell, uh, when he came in and he was talking about biting knees and everything, I was still not feeling that. But I was yeah. – I wasn't feeling that because I'm just like, that's not what we need. But, you know, he he is a, a coach, though, that I think the players fall in love with. He, he doesn't he doesn't hold his tongue. He doesn't um, uh, put this facade up or anything like that. It's like what you see is what you get. And even going through those games last year, um, there were a lot of games that they were in. I mean, they my sure they were in it. With your Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, yeah. to the end. Nobody I remember, could kick I a field goal. <laughs> yeah, nobody could kick a field goal, but but <laughs> there was something to be said with the guys that he was playing playing with because we were running a lot of trick plays, we were mm-hmm. running plays, you know, wrist plays and everything, but they put it all out there. So um with this franchise, we're not gonna get the free agent, the big time free agent to come to Detroit. That hasn't right. happened. We drafted Barry Sanders. We drafted Calvin Johnson. All the other success that we had, that we would drafted players like Herman Moore, uh, yeah. Johnny Norton, you know, um, uh, um, Brett Perriman, Brashad, you Stafford know, Fosley. for that matter. Yeah, Stafford. <laughs> all that stuff mm-hmm. was drafted. So where for us, where that's going to have to come into play 
is that the organization is going to have to really, really sit back and and this thing starts from the top, top down. Yeah. And you're going to have yeah. to get these players and you're going to have to make sure you get your, your draft picks, you know, right so that you have that four or five year window for them to develop and you got them under your wing and then you can do something with, you know, a young quarterback. So, um, yeah, we're right. We're right where I thought, you know, we would be right now rebuilding. So it's, it's really about getting the draft picks right and finding that value uh, somewhere or that diamond in the rough somewhere in the later rounds, third, fourth, mm-hmm. you know, fifth, because we've seen it. We've seen it. You look at other teams, Jonathan Taylor went in the second round. Look what he yeah. was doing, you know, yeah. uh, and, and DK Metcalf second round. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson went second round. So mm-hmm. it, it can be done. It's just got to do our due diligence and then get and, and have the right nucleus and the right chemistry. Hey, Maestro, I, I got to say, man, I'm, I'm real proud of you, brother, for remembering that uh, Jelani was a Detroit Lions fan. I, I was thinking think hard, man. <laughs> I was thinking hard, man. So uh, here's, here's a, 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 a caddy question. Um, me and Trey, uh, a lot during the season this year, argued about um, Jamar Chase and the lineman y'all drafted over uh, over the dra- uh, um, you know obviously last year's draft. Um, he was there, man, um, and and you know, and I'm not here to say. I mean, obviously, I don't think Jamar Chase has that type of a season with Jared Goff, but uh, you feel any way about it? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, we had a lot of positions that we needed to fill. I just didn't think Lyman was the first thing to do in the first in the first round. So if we had a guy, Jamar, I would have been excited because. There's something to be said about, you know, what? Yeah, I don't think he would have had the the season like he had this year because Joe was his guy. They played in college, you know, and all that stuff. And and. Uh, um, what's my man name? Uh, Joe Mixon. He had Mixon, his best yeah. year that he had in the league. So, you yeah. know, that, that, that helped out. And you had a nucleus with T Higgins and, and the rest of them boys uh, that was on the offensive side. But there is something to be said because we've seen what Calvin Johnson was be able to do because Calvin mm-hmm. Johnson had guys like, uh, I think, Joy Harrington as a quarterback. Yeah. As, Orlowski. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Orlowski, yeah. Uh, John Kitna and everything. So, it's something to be said, you know, uh, about a talent. Um, still would have liked for it to have been quarterback. But, yeah, if we had a guy, Jamar Chase, I would have been ecstatic because yeah. it's a start. It's a starting point. It's a starting point at a skill set. And also it's it's addressing where the league has gone. The league is is, is downfield ball and, mm-hmm. and these, these wide receivers coming in paying dividends year one. This isn't yeah. before where it'd be like it'd take two or three years for a wide receiver to, you know, to understand everything. These guys are coming in now and they putting up 14, 15, 1600 yards in their rookie year. So yeah. it's why these um, it's it's really why these wide receivers you're seeing getting big money now with Devontae Adams getting money, Tyree Kill getting money. Now you're seeing Debo Samuel requesting money or he's electing to get traded from San Francisco, even though I don't think he's going to get traded at the end of the day um but yeah you, you make a great point about that because the league has definitely gone towards more of a passing league even more than it was say 10 years ago and even yeah. we were having conversations like that you know even then 
Yeah. And, and, and it's going to continue because it's all about scoring. It's all about downfield uh, running back. You know, that, that position has been devalued. Uh, it, it seemed like each year, even though we, you know, we still have, you know, really good running backs in, in the league. Um, but I think, you know, wide receiver and then, you know, on the defensive side, these corners, uh, yes. the hybrid, you know, linebackers, you know, that can rush also that can play in coverage and everything. That's where we're, you know, that's where the league is, is going. You know, back in the day, it was right. the running back. So you would have that. But it's just as the league has went on, you know, it, it develops and it changes, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in so what's your so your quarter, so quarterback is your main thing this year going into the draft your main priority for you? Not this year. Uh, okay. Like last year, yes, but this year, um, you believe in Jared Goff? What's that? You believe in Jared Goff? Yeah, I still believe in him. Here's what I I know what he is. That's I think right. that's the problem right. with a lot of people uh, and their teams and what quarterback they have. And they're delusional and they want their quarterback to be Tom Brady. Well, guess what? It's only one Tom Brady. You know, mm-hmm. it's only mm-hmm. one Aaron Rodgers. It's only one Pat Mahomes. There's not there's not a Pat Mahomes sitting at the martyr station, you know, and just hadn't got an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. so right. Um, I know what we got. I know what, you know, I know what he is. Uh, is he going to compete? Yes. Uh, is he the long-term answer? Probably, probably not. But as far as like where we're at right now, we're not a quarterback away from, you know, really making mm-hmm. some noise. Exactly. In the right now. Exactly. So and he's like, on a big right. contract too. Yeah, exactly. So you got to, you got to get from, you know, underneath that as well. So you, you have him stay there. He doesn't have a problem, you know, um, uh, being a mentor to, to another quarterback. And at this point we could wait until next year, you get your piece, you get your wide receiver, you get whatever it is uh, to go, you know, whatever quarterback that may be coming out next year, because yeah. nobody's expecting us to to get to the playoffs anyway this year. It'd be great, it'd be great, but those expectations aren't there. You brought up a good point about your Lions playing tough games this past season. So, my Ravens, and this is on a couple of occasions. I remember eight years ago when I think it was 2013 when the Ravens came into Detroit on a Monday night. And I remember that night because it was the actual night that I won the fantasy football championship because of Justin Tucker's 60-something yard field goal back then. Mm -hmm. So this past season, it's sort of deja vu again. You know, we're in a dogfight with the Lions. And what do you know, Justin Tucker, he does it again in the same building eight years later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they played a lot of teams close um, this year. I think think six – I think it was six games uh, we lost, mm-hmm. you know, by seven points or less. So it, it's just like we were, yeah. we were in those games and those, you know, last year is last year, but those are, those are games that you can really, you know, take and move forward with because you're going to look at it and say, our, our talent level wasn't the same as everybody else and we were still in it. So. It, yeah. It, yeah. I'm on St. So, Brown and some of those other wide receivers, you know, I'm, I'm looking for them to, you know, go to another, another level. So what? So what do you feel is your uh, feel is the priority going into the defense. draft? Defense, defense strictly. Okay. I would agree it. with that because if you look at our division, we mm-hmm. got Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Justin Fields, mm-hmm. and you got Kirk Cousins, who is deceptively, you know, it, it may not look like it. I but say it all the time. 
Yeah, but he got Justin Jefferson though. That's key. Exactly. And 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 you got to and just like you said, you got Justin Jefferson. Um, I got a name for you that a lot of people aren't talking about, but I think I'm going to say it right now that people are going to be talking about Arnell Mooney for the Bears. Remember Mm. that name, wide receiver Mm -hmm. Arnell Mm -hmm. Mooney. I'm familiar with. He gave us little issues. He gave us little issues last year. He gave us a little issues last year. Mm-hmm. And I think him linking up with Justin Fields, he's going to be a problem. Come on, because remember, uh, uh, um, wow, well, I think I was about to say the um, the writer, but Terry uh, McLaurin, mm-hmm. same way, just kind of came out of nowhere, and he became, yeah. you know, a problem. Darnell yeah. Mooney. So getting getting to the quarterback, getting that pressure, we haven't had anything like that in a while, and, and we're going to need that uh, yeah. if we're going to survive in our in our division because you got to be able to get to the quarterback but also you got to be able to stop the run they got dalvin mm-hmm. cook uh mm-hmm. they got um my man out of uh, iowa state i forgot his name right now um you mm-hmm. got aaron jones and aj dylan so aj dylan yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a problem yeah so that's what i'm looking at like it's gonna have to you know at this point get defensive on the on the front end. If you can't get a, a, a defensive lineman, get another uh, corner to go with uh, Yudoka and, yeah. and at least be a little bit of a problem for those wide receivers to try and slow them down. So, and where y'all, can, where are y'all in the draft in the first round? We pick second. Pick second. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you got the, you got the pick of the litter. Oh, you definitely. Got the pick of the litter. Uh, hey, what, what you think about? Um, I'm I'm getting ready to say his name wrong. I was thinking about Patrick Willis, the former linebacker, but Malik Willis. What do you think if the Lions pick him up? I think if they trade back mm-hmm. to get extra draft picks, because I think they could do that and still get Malik yeah. Willis. I don't think right. everybody is sold on the quarterbacks that high. I should say. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but if they get him, I like him. He got a big arm, uh, another mobile, agile, you know, quarterback. Uh, four years at what? He went to Liberty, right? Liberty, Liberty yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four years at Liberty. Um, he's he seems like he's poised and, and everything. So I would be fine with that, but it just gotta it, it gotta come at the the right right spot. Two, right. I wouldn't say that. Way too high. Yeah. At, way too yeah. high. Yeah, you could. I, I you can understand that. So because you're going to get those draft picks to help help him. Yeah, you know, add pieces to it so he can do and be effective. Right. That's true. That's true. Uh, Jelani, do you have a favorite basketball team? Oh yeah, Pistons. The Pistons. Okay. Oh. Yeah, we sorry okay. right res- now. Res- yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect the hometown. I mean. Look, man, they had a little, they had a little, a little, little run at the end where they, where they was uh, knocking off a couple of teams, man. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. They sorry, but they, they still chippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you know our coach, he's chippy. So yeah, right. Uh, and I, and I thought the rookie should have won rookie of the year. Really? Just throwing, just throwing that out there. I thought he should have won rookie of the year. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know about that. Scotty Barnes kind of was under the radar a little bit. He had a good, good year, but I did, I wasn't expecting Scotty Barnes to win Rookie of the Year. Here's why. Here's why I, I think they got it right with with Scotty Barnes is that he averaged like 15 points, a little almost 16 points, and he was he was on 
an established team already, but he yeah. established yeah. himself on that mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. as right. one of the you know go-to guys and one of the guys that they depended on. And at the end of the day, part of the reason they got to the playoffs and they are in that situation now mm-hmm. with yeah. uh, the Philadelphia 76ers is yep. because of Scotty Barnes. Mm-hmm. And, and, yep. and the other two guys, they, you know, they, they watching at home. So I, yeah, I would have loved if K could have had a won it, but Scotty had a really good year. So I got to give. Yes. I was going to say, yeah, Scott. Yes. I was going to say Scotty just, yeah, the numbers are there, man. The, the numbers are there and the impact on the team is there. I agree. I agree with you, Jelani, because that's, yeah, I don't even think it was nobody else really, like, that was who it was, Scotty Bonds for me. Yeah, that's interesting. He flew under my radar up until maybe mm-hmm. the final couple of and you know weeks me. of the season. If I say, you know me, I don't really I don't really get into basketball too tough to about February, March. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Jelani, last one from me. And um, first, I want to give a shout out to Miguel Cabrera, who got his 3,000th hit last week for the Detroit Tigers. Um, a guy who I think is a Hall of Fame player, um, been in the league, seemed like almost forever. Um, I saw Jamel Hill, who's also a Detroit native. Shout out to her. Um, she posted something on Twitter in regards to Miggy hitting the 3,000th hit. And she alluded to the Mount Rushmore of Detroit sports heroes. And she included Miguel Cabrera, Isaiah Thomas, Barry Sanders. And I believe she named a hockey player, but, and I know hockey's big in Detroit, but me and Maestro, we don't do the hockey thing all that tough unless we're talking Capitals or Rangers, because that's where we're, you know, we're from. Um, But I kind of agree with her in a sense, with the exception of, I would swap the hockey player out and I'll put Calvin Johnson in that Mount Rushmore of, uh, you know, Detroit pro sports athletes. Um, what What's your Mount Rushmore of Detroit athletes? I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, Calvin, I mean, uh, uh, Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, basketball. I'm going to give you my bias and my unbiased. So I like it. My my unbias is is Isaiah. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. My bias. A lot of people sleep on my guy Joe Dumars, man. Like mm. that's a good that, candidate. That's a good candidate. On that team, yeah. they don't yeah. they don't do the things that they that they get done on them championship teams without mm-hmm. Joe Dumars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you there. He was he was their scorer. He was their leading yeah. scorer. Yeah. He was, Score and and you know he was a guy that gave Jordan fits you know everybody you know it's hard but yep. he at yeah. least you know gave him some competition then had you know could challenge him on on the opposite end and you know make Jordan play defense so Joe Dumars you know uh, in that spot um, yeah I, I'm trying to remember the 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 hockey guy because I know I got in I got the picture in my head I think he mm-hmm. wore number nineteen. Um, uh, Verlander? No, 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 no. For, for the Red, for the Red Wings. Um, mm. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, you said you yeah, said picture, I, so that's why that's why I said that. Oh, I said my bad. I meant uh, okay. hockey player. Oh, okay. uh, but I don't know if I would have Miguel Cabrera in there. But yeah, Barry, Isaiah, 
Um, I put then throw them out. Those, put Dumas in there. Put Dumas in there. Throw them out. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Joe in there. That's what's up. And, and yeah, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Calvin. Yeah, I, I like I like yours better than I like like that other one. So <laughs> so no, you, I would look. I like yours better than I like that one, and, and maybe it's because I don't watch hockey, and I'd accept that. But I like yours better than I like hers. So that is what that is. My last question, uh, Jelani, is, um, and you know, obviously, it's the hot button topic uh, with the um, Nets getting swept last night. What's your take on that? Not su- uh not surprised they got eliminated. I am surprised yeah. that they got swept. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And a few things it, it, it says, and a few things it says. The, the first thing is, is that Kyrie and, and, and KD, they still need, you know, some some help. But they still need some yep. time together uh, yeah. as well. Because Kyrie came in, at, you know, in a situation. And, and Boston was just that good. Boston, you know, Boston, Boston is a good team, get, I yeah. admit. I slept Boston on Boston. I didn't, I didn't think they was that. Yeah, and and when because when Tatum uh, filed out at the end, which was a bogus foul yeah, out yeah, call, yeah, that, that was the yes. Yeah. Um, they still, you know, they 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 finished the job, even though you you know KD and them was, was coming. But I, I look at this. This is this is long term. Ben Simmons, that's why they did the trade. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. This is short term. This is, you know, a quick, quick turnaround. Uh, let me let me get a return on investment yeah. right away. I right. think Ben Simmons is, is, is long term when he, you know, gets back. Hopefully everything can be right, you know, with that, because you made the trade. So, yeah, the trade is, is it is what it is, what it is, you know. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, going forward, they'll be good. But there's a lot of competition, you know, still in the in the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference. You got some young pups sure. in the conference, man. Yeah. Right. And Ben Simmons don't don't just put them over over the edge. You you still got Milwaukee. You got to worry about the Raptors now. Uh, you think maybe Chicago at some point a little bit later, you know. Um, yeah, Miami. Uh, Miami. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot yeah. of teams that you're gonna have to worry about, which is good. Maybe even Charlotte, because Lamelo and them, you know, they they got something there. Maybe you know, mm. coach turns it around. But I think they a scorer. Not, I think they a scorer away. I think they a scorer. They need a they need a scorer, like flat out score. Yeah, you talking about Charlotte? Charlotte, yeah. Oh yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte. Yeah, so they need they, a flat out score. They could be on their way, but but Brooklyn, it, it just shows how hard it is to you know to, to win in this league. And yeah, yeah. And the East is back, bro. I mean, kind of like it yeah. was in the nineties. The East is back. Yeah, because you got like nine teams. That's that's and that's the the good part when you got something like that. You got mm-hmm. nine teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not just sitting there waiting for that one team to get to the NBA finals. Yeah. What's unfortunate though, Jelani, is that I root for the Knicks, Maestro roots for the Wizards, and we just happen to be the two teams outside of the top ten in the East. How unfortunate yep. is that? <laughs> and and quite frankly, uh, neither of our rosters deserve to be in the playoffs <laughs> at all. <laughs> I will say I will say this, and I've said this plenty of times on my show, is that basketball. My show, you're probably gonna be mad at me on this. 
but basketball is always better when the New York Knicks are relevant. <laughs> because That's a fact. It, it, That's it a fact. It, it, it gets everything flowing and then you get Spike Lee out there and, you, you know, he's doing all his stuff. And it, it's just mm. as far as like the game of basketball, I still hope the yeah. Knicks lose. I still hope sure. they lose, but sure. no. it is better. That doesn't, that, I mean, that's that, yeah, that's that I mean, hatred from the late eighties, nineties, bro. That's what that's that just, that's like. just media. That's just, that's <laughs> just media. That's just me. No, I get you. I, I do agree with that, but I don't care about the Knicks and I hope, well, I, to be honest, the only reason I talk trash about the Knicks is because Trey is a, a a Knicks fan. I ain't got no, yeah, I don't that's feel all. no way anything I root for, anything I root for. He always got to be against it. So, and, and I don't, and I don't, yeah, and, and in reality, I don't really care. So, you know, I just oh. talking, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I agree that New York basketball is um, is necessary um, for, but but I mean, I'm not here to say that. Uh, Brooklyn has overtaken the Knicks, but uh, yeah. but I'm I, I'm just saying that you know uh, they're there. Perennial, yeah, yeah, perennial. exactly, exactly. They're there. That's all I'm gonna say. They're there. But <laughs> people in New York don't give a damn about the Nets. No, they don't. I mean, they... I'm just I'm just saying if a championship comes, that I'm just saying. I think the Nets might leave back the back chips. And they could still um, be the second no, team. I don't think Spike Lee going to change his colors. I just think that uh, Spike Lee is going to start to look old. <laughs> yeah, he was at the Nets game last yeah, night, too. To look, yeah, with the, with the, yeah, with the Dodgers jersey on and yeah, all that. I don't, I don't know if I appreciate that. I peeked yeah. that out. I don't know if I appreciate that. But I did have Nick fans on my timeline, um, you know, exercising their petty for the Nets getting swept. And I've always been a guy that has never had a problem with the Nets because growing up when the Knicks were good, the Nets weren't necessarily the competition. It was always the Bulls, the Pacers, the Heat. So it was never really a hatred thing for me to the Nets. So when they got KD and Kyrie, I was like, okay, that's what's up. If they could bring a title to the area, that's that's good for the city. Like, who would be against that? A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. I yeah. know. Yeah, I, I see now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Hey, Jelani, man, um, go ahead and plug a show and let everybody know where they can find you at. Oh, man. Real easy. The wait a minute show dot com. You can go to the website. It'll take you to the YouTube channel. Runs every uh, Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do a live show and it's comedy, fun, Um uh, I don't mind embarrassing myself. My my co-host Lopan, he don't mind embarrassing himself as, as well. But oh, we shut out the Lopan. Yeah, yeah, he's over there being <laughs> being Lopan. But um, <laughs> make sure, hey, you go to the YouTube channel. Make sure you like, subscribe, uh, and turn on your notifications because uh, we always are, are having a good time. We love to end things on a positive note uh, as well. And I love, you know, giving uh, positive vibes out to everybody. So we have a really good time. No doubt, man. No doubt. Hey, thanks a lot for doing this, man. Uh, We appreciate your work. We appreciate you supporting us. And, you know, we look forward to having you on in the future. Cool. I appreciate it. Look forward to coming back. Salute, Lopan. What up, man? Yeah, he's up. Put that down. Yeah. Wow. Appreciate it, fellas.
All right. All right. No doubt, man. All right.